<laughs> Hello, you beautiful people. Back again with another podcast. Let's go. I have a special guest, Danny. It's me. Can you write your last name? Robertson. Robert. You're going to put our last names? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, maybe we don't. We'll just have it. Um, but <laughs> this is the first of my new ideas slash series of interviewing people and catching their stories and diving deep for them to see the value that they carry and, and what they have to offer. Um, Danny, she is a Jesus freak. She loves the Lord. We go to a supernatural ministry school out in Oahu, Hawaii, which has been so life-changing for everyone involved in it. But Danny is someone that definitely stands out and is on fire for him. And Amen. you'll know when she's in the room and the Lord's in the room. Come on. Uh, she's she's the Lord right here, right now. <laughs> she's a... Uh, I always say she's a fitness influencer, uh, or not fitness influencer, You Instagram influencer. She's had businesses before. She's a personal certified personal trainer, and she's adventurous, and she was in the wow. military. Colby, you really know me. I'm actually, like, shocked. This is amazing. Yeah, so she was you in the Navy. Uh, she played college soccer before, and I know Danny has a tons, tons of life experiences. Uh, before the Lord and after the Lord, and Ooh. so we're just going to take a, a dive into it and see where the conversation leads. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Danny. So I guess I guess if you want to give a brief overview over yourself and just what your heart heart's cry is and things that you're passionate about and kind of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just immediately like, this is so wild to me that I'm like, I don't know, just talking about the Lord so openly. Like, let's just start there. Like yeah. the fact that like a little over a year ago, I was not walking with the Lord. I would not talk about the Lord. Mm. No way. There's no way. Yeah. Even after like I encountered him and like he got me back, like he, he got me back. Like I loved him. I still want to talk about him. Mm. And I just think it's wild that I'm like openly like, yeah. put me on a podcast. Yeah. Let's talk about the Lord. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll just start there. I mean, I was like born and raised Christian. Like I knew, I I I had an idea of like his love. I didn't grow up in like a church where um, the idea of like his love and like encountering his love um, was like odd or out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't have like a full understanding of like, oh me, I have a relationship with him mm. that I get to steward. Um, and when you don't know that and I didn't, mm. um, I just fell away after like moving under my parents, out of my parents covering and like going to college and, um, being in the military, just living life. I just fell away. Um, but he's so good because yeah. it's so wild. We talk about this all the time, how even when we fell away or if we never knew him, there's instances in our, in our life where he was so clearly there, mm. like he was still there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so transition to September 2021, I had just gotten out of the military and I just knew there was so much happening in my life. There was breakups, there was business, like mm 
breakups that were happening, um, friendships ending, so much happening in my life. And like, um, I just knew I needed something different. I knew mm. there was nothing else. And I knew I started remembering like the encounters with love and like mm. true purpose, true love that I had when I was younger. And I was like, I'm going to church. Like, that's it. I'm mm. going to church. And, um, and I didn't actually even go to church. What happened was the Lord literally sent me girls that I knew in the military. Um, but like, I wasn't really friends with them, but like, I knew them, we would say hi. Yeah. And I ran into them on my street. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I ran into them on my street right when I was around the time that I was asking the Lord, like, Hey God, like, I, I don't know. I don't want to go to church by myself. I know I yeah. need you. And like, you know, we were talking, I was talking with the Lord. I was praying with him. Like mm. I was trying to seek him out for myself Yeah. and he brought me community. Like mm. I didn't even have to go to church by myself. These girls ended up inviting me to church, ran wow. into them, invited me to church. And then man, just from there is just encounter after encounter and just his goodness, like redeeming every part of my life. But mm. I'll keep it simple with that, but yeah, <laughs> my go. heart's cry is just for that. Like the reality of Jesus to become so real to people that like how it happened with me, like mm -hmm. it, he just made himself so real and it wasn't any of my doing. Like when people say like grace and they don't like fully know what it means or can't give language to it. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like is like, I did nothing mm. to, for this to happen. I did nothing for those girls to be on the street for me. It's just mm. his goodness mm. that's undeserved that mm. he says, oh, Danny, I love you so much. I'm going to place these girls here on the street so that you can say hi to them and they could bring you to church mm. so you don't have to go alone. Yeah. It's like undeserved favor and goodness. Mm. So, yeah, my heart burns for that, for people that's to just take. know him and yeah. his goodness. <laughs> that's really good i am i guess the first intriguing question for me um it's one I, well to the point of just like his undeserving grace of just it's just even highlighted to me of just how he's so interest like so intentional with how he puts stuff into our path to make it easy to like know that he's there like the yeah. fact that he sent those girls there when you said god like i i like you knew you wanted to go to church, but you knew the next step wasn't just you going to church. Like you needed people to know. Yeah. And he just put that there to make that step easier for you. Yeah. And you just knew exactly what you wanted. And it's just that that's the case for everybody's life. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, and like, I can even see, see it in my own life of coming out to Hawaii and wanting to see family. And then I like, I rededicated my life to Christ again, but I didn't know what, like what that looked like. And then it's just, I tried to live, uh, live the year a couple months. Like I was dedication, talking to him, praying for him. But then when I came in contact with my family members who were actually walking with him, it was just a whole different game changer of like, yeah. wow. But he gave me the right step that I needed at the right time. Yeah. And so to stem off of that, and the question is before, so you, you were encountering his love when you're younger in church and I know like I was encountering at youth camps yeah. and like that, like the presence, I it didn't know. It was so real. Yeah. It was so real. Like I was bawling, crying and everyone's going yep. ham and yep. for, for me it was like they would say camp high. And so I just kind of wrote it off, wrote mm. it off. But looking back, I knew that was the presence. So Man. was that like you were feeling his tangible presence, like that type of like love? And did you know like that was the father's love or, and that was the spirit or did you just think it was just a part of like, mm 
the atmosphere, the energy, and being around those people? Man, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like immediately I think about how where I am right now and like the knowledge and like, I guess like the language and like going to kingdom living and like having like the language for like what we're experiencing. Yeah. It was different than when I was 12 years old, bawling, sobbing, getting a sloppy (laughs) wet kiss from Jesus. I didn't know, you know? And like, I think my parents did the best job they could on like explaining, like it was the father's love, like this, he loves you. Like he Mm. really loves you. And like, I, I knew, I knew to what I, could grasp like Mm. you know i knew to that extent yeah but ah, man i think there was still something missing as far as like um just like grace and walking with him sustainably Mm -hmm. because obviously i fell away you know and so and it's his goodness like i he used it all for my good. And like, at the end of the day, the wilderness season I was in that yeah. when I was living without him and doing all the crazy stuff without him, yeah. it, he uses it for his good. Was it him to like, mm. you know, like in all the heartbreak and all that stuff? No, but like he uses it yeah. for, for my testimony. It's something I get to give away. Like, Oh, like he wasn't, I, I wasn't walking with him and all these things happen. And it was only by his goodness that he relentlessly pursued me. And now we're back together again. Hmm. So during, I guess, like, it is kind of just during your wilderness season of, okay, you encountered when you were younger, and then he split away after you left your parents' house. Was, 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 did you feel like tugs on your heart during the time of like, dang, I could be like, and maybe I'm doing something wrong. And, mm-hmm. or like, maybe like there's like, was it, did you have those things when you were making decisions at the time? And then how did you cope and handle with it? And then it, I, this is, if we don't need to go down this rabbit hole, we don't have to. Um, but then how, like, was there just a point where it was just like, I'm tired of being tired. Like there's like to the oh. point where you're like, I, I need to go to church again. Man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's a good question. I just feel like apparently <laughs> I'm bored for this. We're gonna have to cut out this out. What was the yes, first part of your question? Um, of just that nine, that feeling of like, oh, like, am I doing? Maybe I'm doing something wrong, or I'm missing yeah. something. Like almost like like a conviction. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Man. Yes. Like I, I don't think there wasn't a time when I was doing something wrong that there wasn't a part of me that was always like deep, deep down part of Mm. me that was like, "Mm, this isn't right with everything. Mm. Um, And I think it was just the fruit of like how I was raised and like knowing the values of the Lord and knowing all these things. And I don't know if it was, it didn't, it wasn't always like shame and guilt. It literally just was like, oh, this isn't me. This isn't the best me. Mm, And so that's, that's, the whole thing we've we've learned it like the holy spirit doesn't convict us of sin and like shame us or guilt us he convicts us of righteousness and like our true identity so i just remember feeling like yeah like oh like this isn't the best me mm. there's like always this deep part but 
but I continued on. Yeah. I, I mean, it's so wild. There was, yeah, I continued on for a long time. I want to mm. say like seven years. Wow. And it wasn't to say like, I wouldn't go back to the Lord. Like mm. I never denied him. I never said, mm. you're not real Lord. Like mm. I knew it. Yeah. I knew he was. And I still like, you know, yeah. I don't even know how that's doable, but it was just all flesh. It was like my desires, my life, my, my, mm. my, 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 me, me, me. And man, mm. it's just wild to think that I went that long and I don't even know how I survived, but yeah, he was still there. That's the thing. It's like, he's still always there. But I would say like, to answer the second part of your question, like, I did get to a point, obviously, where it was like, I'm, I, there's nothing for me in this life. I've tried everything. Mm. I've tried drugs, countless drugs, yeah. tried alcohol, I've tried partying, I've tried guys and sex and all those things. And none of them, none of them filled that void that mm. I truly think we all have, whether people admit it or not. Yeah. There is a void that's just yeah. there because yeah. we're made for righteousness. We're yeah. made to be sons and daughters. Yeah. And when you're not in relationship with the one who gives you that identity, yeah. it's an empty hole. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say there, there, I just tried everything. And there was mm. a point where literally I was like, bro, the only answer is Jesus. And I knew it. I always knew it. Mm. But now I'm ready. Now by his goodness and constantly pursuing me, Lord, now I'm ready. I literally have nothing else. Mm. Here, here's my whole life. Yeah. Full surrendrance. Wow. Mm. So, yeah. That's good. Thank you for being vulnerable, Danny. And um, the way I kind of like view, because I was similar in a sense of I tried a majority of things and it was just empty. And the world promotes and the it, it's so promoted of like this lifestyle of party, fun, like colleges, like it's the experience. This is where I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna go um, enjoy my years while I can. And and then it just, we get caught up of what we think will fill that void, whether it be sex, um, alcohol, partying, uh, success for me. And the way I kind of see it is, we there's two houses on the street. We see this one house and it's literally everything that we think the worldly desire should be. And it's like glamorous, it's beautiful. And like, wow, that's what I want. And, and, it, and it's the fast paced, busy lifestyle. Like that's sexy is the way to say it for the worldview. And so most of the time, this is what I did. I, I was chasing after like, that's the world. And so I chased after that and opened the door and I took a step in and there's empty. Like you go inside and it's, there's nothing in there. It's substance. Yeah. You fall straight through and the house across the street. It's this, it's, to the world, it's just like, oh, it's just this basic house. Like it's, it looks nice. Like it's good morals, principles, ethics. And um, that's just kind of like you would say basic and normal because they don't know what actually Christianity is in store and living with Christ is. Yeah. But you go in there and the house is glamorous. It's glorious. It's sparkling. It's alive. It's a firm foundation. And it's just, yeah. So I, I just see the two in that of just like going after the worldly things and then ultimately it's all empty. And then like, once you go after our heart's cry and desire, which is like, we need a creator, like there's, yeah, yeah we need a creator. <laughs> um, I'm curious. So you said you always knew it was the Lord and you always knew he was there and you never dismissed or denied him. Did you still during your seven year wilderness 
Siri like journey did you like did you still cry out and talk to him and did you like to interact with him maybe at night like did you still kind of keep a relationship and talk to him yeah so <laughs> great question <laughs> good question I I think I did yeah tell you this uh, another time but yeah I definitely did that's the thing is like throughout those seven years, like whenever anything would go wrong, whether in my family or um, deaths or anything like um, emotionally distressing or just like sad or like I needed a comforter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would mm. still go to Jesus. I would still cry. I would still pray. I would still talk to him. And I don't know. I think that's actually something I'm still like processing where I'm like, Lord, like, I'm still learning and like this is something that I'm like I don't know I've just been pondering with the Lord I'm like was I still like technically saved because mm. I believed in him yeah I wow. never denied him I never I just wasn't surrendered to him and obviously that's where like the fullness of of living with him and being surrendered to him comes from is like being surrendered to him um but I still believed in him yeah, I think that's wild, and that's something I'm still processing. But yeah, when I every time I would ha go through a breakup, heartbreak, back to Jesus. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, mm. I would still cry to him. I would still pray to him. Um, but it wasn't sustainable. It wasn't like yeah, you know. Mm. It makes me think like, of one of our classmates. They talk about it's a subscription service where when you need him, you go to him. When you not, like it's yo yeah. yeah. It makes um, you feel bad, but I know he he's so good. Like yeah. even then, he's like, "Oh, I don't care." But yes, like yeah. as soon as I go crying to him, even though I'm living a life without him, he's just like, "Oh yeah. yes, daughter, I love you." Yeah, I think that's so wild. But yeah. yeah, into the world like that's like there's like no way. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way you could do that to a human. That's how you know, like it's unconditional love, and humans don't have that capability. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, but. I don't know what that actually is. Hmm. What would you say, like, to the other women who maybe are in, like, wilderness years? Like, they grew up, they knew the Lord, like, they encountered His presence, and, like, their family members talk about Him. And, but now they're, like, they they feel like they're only going to get fulfillment, and, like, they want to have fun and feel and try what the world has. Like, what would your, what would you say to that girl or women or lady? <laughs> uh <laughs> To, for her to be like just to shortcut her journey like what would you say like hey yeah oh man that's a really good question um i think for me with personal friends that um aren't believers or they do believe but they're living this lifestyle of like where i was where i just wasn't surrendered because i didn't believe in like his fullness and like actually it's good to like be surrendered to him um and I kind of had to step away from like um thinking that I can save people mm. like so this is like a really good question for me right now because I'm like oh like yes I think there is language and and things you could say to affirm and like encourage people uh, um in this but like just being completely honest, like I feel like the Lord really has done a lot in like showing me like 
I just get to be me. Hmm. I get to walk with the Lord and people will see his goodness in my life yeah. and how I live my life and the way I love um, these women and these people in my life that aren't believers um, or aren't surrendered to him. Um, but, oh, there's a kitty, a kitten. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I guess if, if this is a good question and I want to, I want to be able to put language mm. and say something. If I were, um, yeah, to just like encourage someone, I would just be like, and I have actually, so I don't know why I'm saying I've never said this, but I've had friends and I always just told them like, he loves you regardless. And he's mm. not intimidated by how you're living right now. He's not intimidated by the questions you have. He's not intimidated by the doubts in him that you have. Mm. Um, yeah, I just tell them like, he literally loves you regardless. He couldn't love you more or less. He won't love you more when you follow him. Mm. He actually loves you just as much. But there is a fullness that you can step into when you yeah. surrender. There is a more of his love that you'll get to experience. He mm. already loves you. Yeah. There's no more of that to receive mm. or, or get, I guess I should say. But when you step into him and surrender and live your life with him and, and cultivate an intimacy with him, there's just more. There's mm. just more goodness. And you won't know that till you surrender. Um, but I would just, I would just keep it simple and be like, man, he loves you regardless. He couldn't love you more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just love them, just love them yeah. and be, be who the Lord has called me to be, which is just joy and love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Um, it's just, I mean, keeping it simple and like, even from a practical standpoint, like he loves you regardless. So you can either... And this is where I want to move into just like the fullness of him and like what that actually means um, versus you staying like even if you stay there, he's still going to love you. And then, OK, now I saw that you did this. Now, what is the fullness? Like what is what is different now that you're walking in surrender to him and in his light? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wild because, oh, man, it's something obviously it's like. I'm living in this fullness, mm. but there's always more. It's like something yeah. I can't fully comprehend. But what I've learned that the fullness is so far is being alone, but not being lonely. Um, living life with the creator of the universe. Everything's brighter. Yeah. Like it literally, it, it's something you have to experience like yeah. for yourself. Yeah. I can't even, I can't, my language will not be able to, make someone experience the fullness but yeah everything's brighter yeah everything's lighter yeah like everything in the world things might be going on around you like financial situations or this or that i've gone through so many like hmm. things where like hmm. most people would be like what yeah. but when the prince of peace is literally your best friend and he's always with you yeah you have this like f almost foolish peace and mm. joy that you walk in and it's like, it doesn't matter what situation you're in you're just at peace and you're joyful and then at the end of the day he comes through yeah. every time yeah so that's, that's fullness that's um thing. just it's a bar experiencing <laughs> that's a bar right there <laughs> experiencing um healing on like a deep level like man like 
Kingdom Living is like counseling on steroids. It's it's so wild. Like, I can't even, the amount of things that have been broken off of me that I have healed, that I finally dealt with, that I didn't even know. Yeah. Um, the, it's, it's, it's wild. Like it is wild. And obviously it's, it's kingdom living. We're at kingdom living, but the matter of fact is, is just Jesus. It's just just encountering Jesus and he's there. So, um, just that's the fullness too is like true healing, lasting healing. Like you think you're healing. You think (laughs) it's so good. So good. Like you think you're healing off of like, oh, like, and I, 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 I believe in counseling. We talked yeah. about this, like, um, and all that stuff. But like, true healing. This was made so clear to me when I first came to the Lord because I tried so many like other yeah. things to like heal, like my inner child and, yes. and crystals. I tried everything. It's crazy. It's crazy. When I came to Jesus, I remember Him so clearly showing me and telling me. Like He like laid out this blueprint and everything. He's like, "Do you get it now? Like, mm-hmm. true healing." cannot be outside of the healer yeah he is the healer where can you get true healing from outside of that everything else is counterfeit everything else is gonna fade away and i know that as so real in my life because it all did everything i tried before jesus it all faded away jesus is the only thing that has worked it's lasting it's real it gets to the root of things it it's yeah it's real that is so I know you have something to say about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was a good take. Um, I'm still getting eaten by these skeeters. But um, to, the, to the point, like, the healing, yeah, that you, I've tried, like, even physical fitness is a form of counterfeit, like, healing. Like, oh, I'm yeah. working on myself. I'm feeling oh. better. I'm letting out my self-esteem. And uh, you're getting confidence. And, okay, and all these things have merit. And especially, like, some of the stuff, like, eating healthy, taking care of your body, reading books, and working your mind, journaling, like, affirmations, meditating. It's all, it's, it's good. It's something to help refine your walk if you're within the Lord. But if you're using that and saying, like, that is, like, for me, that was my substance of, Okay, I'm waking up, I'm journaling, I'm reading, I'm meditating, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm taking care of my physical health, I'm, I'm stretching myself in a career of what is, the, what is it that I want to do, and I'm having open relationships, I'm talking to people, but ultimately, because I wasn't in Christ, it, 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 there was no lasting value, like yeah. it was temporary, and then I was like, okay, the next day I have to go do it all over again and maintain that yeah. thing. Yeah, um, man. Just to the point, like it's the physical, like I always think of mind, body, and spirit. And like the mind and body was working really well. And like, we still have to use that in our walk with Christ. But when for me coming to Jesus, and it sounds like you're like you're sharing is once we're what we're working with is the spirit, like the yeah. essence, the substance, yeah. of even how we exist yeah. is the spirit. And it's the creator who's healing us. So <laughs> it's not like it's a paradigm shift in our identity and like our being versus just like, I just got a new perspective or like I, I thought differently or yeah um, I'm having a different affirmation like it's an internal shift and you feel it like you yep. like it's and it's not pretty like it's not pretty going through the healing <laughs> and a blessing with the supernatural ministry school we go through what I was it's just like it's creating a safe space for those emotions to come out and express itself and yeah. that alone is very u- useful and beneficial but now 
like even doing that is super amazing. But now having the Lord come in and he's the healer, like he's the like Help. he's the one that's going to restore and yes. purify that and refine that. Um, and it makes it lasting and it makes it permanent and it makes it sustaining. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So that's that was a good take of just knowing he's the healer and other like any other stuff of like self-help is awesome but it, it's all like counterfeit i like that it's word true. counterfeit yeah mm. it is it's true it's wild we could talk mm. all day <laughs> um what was i i had another question um one more okay make it good one more okay I guess yeah. What's your, what's your favorite thing about Jesus? Ooh, <laughs> man! I feel like this is always my answer, but I just can't get over. Ah, actually, did it switch? I don't know. It's kind of hand in hand. His grace. Could you explain know. grace? Grace, undeserved favor, undeserved goodness, undeserved love. Like it's so wild. Like that, I could do nothing to earn this. I just think that's wild. That's good. Yep, that's my favorite thing. His grace, and that's why he paid for it. Can't earn. He paid for that. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Danny, we thank you. I honor you, and I appreciate you being so vulnerable <laughs> and being the first, me. the first guest, the first guest, interrupting yes. the workout. Let's just- go. <laughs> he ruined my workout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding thanks uh, colby you're amazing seriously i honor you for doing this for starting this i seriously feel the lord on this i'm not kidding yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun so, thank you hope you guys got yeah. a nugget or two um i'll put danny's instagram in it just so if you want to follow her you can and then reach out to her if you want but god bless you danny love you guys thanks, and until colby, next time bye.